All right, welcome back to Table Talk with Rookie's Family. We are uh, gathered around our um, substation, uh, what do you call it, studio. It's the table where it all originally started. We are not in studio at the, uh, at the flagship during this quarantine, as you probably know already, just because you've been such a fan over the last several months. Thank you for listening. We've got some reviews that we want to get to, but... Uh, all five of us are gathered here around the table, uh, Matthew via the telephone, and uh, we really appreciate you guys uh, downloading us, listening to us wherever you do, and hopefully you're spreading the word to other family members and friends that it's just 45 minutes to an hour of an escape and find out what other families are talking about, uh, young and old. So, that being said, let's jump right into it, because McLaren needs to get outside. <laughs> I just, it's going to be a nice day, and I would like to sit outside, read my book, and tan. I'm starting my third book in, like, the past week, so I am, like, very eager to get going. I was pulled away from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press this morning to, come on, we got a podcast. Let's go. Let's get this going he, right now. He literally read every article out loud to us. Every obituary. <laughs> One of those mornings. Yes, yeah. deadly. If you get a chance, that being said, uh, what I was most impressed with today. Um, oh, my God. Larry Fitzgerald Jr. did a piece for the New York Times that was picked up by the Pioneer Press. Uh, just talking about him growing up here, what it is, and it was very well done, if you wow. get a chance. I didn't know wow. he was a writer. He is, and his dad is. He, his dad writes for the Spokesman Recorder, uh, oh. St. Paul Recorder, um, and has for 40 years been in the uh, the industry. But Larry Jr. is a very smart kid, went to Holy Angels. I mean, just he's a, so, he's a good guy. But anyway, yeah, a right. well-written article, I recommend everybody should, uh, should read that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I have an update on my mother, in case people were wondering. Why haven't you told me this? Oh, stop. I was going to say, what? Do you live in the house? No, no. Honestly. Um, As of Thursday, was it Thursday? My days are a little messed up. It It could have been Friday. A couple of days ago. (laughs) Yeah. She was moved back to her regular room where she lives out of the COVID unit at her care center. So, 93 years old, she has officially survived COVID. Love to hear that. That was Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I'm really happy. Uh, I know she still has a ways to go, but that's such a big step in the right direction, and I know you were nervous about it. And uh, Well, yeah, because 93-year-olds aren't supposed to, living in a... Um, an old folks home aren't supposed to beat COVID. That's very against the statistics. It's the power of Jesus. Big witch. It really is. Yeah. So now today we get to go to Mass to celebrate. We have signed up and we are going to Mass and I am so darn excited. We yeah. are. Yeah. There's um, uh, what is it? 25 households can sign up we signed up for 5 o'clock tonight, um, but there's not going to be many. I think McClellan looked this morning. There's only 11. No, 9. Oh, 9. There's 9 households, households signed up. And a lot of the households had like one or two people listed, so it's going to be like um, our squad rolling up. Does it say who the priest is going to be? No. It does not. It doesn't. But I bet... Um, it's like 
like uh, some people look for baseball games, like who's pitching, yeah. and they buy the game based on who's pitching. That's Gabe with Mass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because when if Gabe doesn't go to Mass, it's the priest that he really wants. Yeah. And when he goes to Mass, it's the priest. Not that he doesn't oh. like the priest, oh. but it's not his favorite priest. Oh. I, I wonder if those priests. Well, he likes the priest that was associated with the school. Yeah, we yeah, like no, a priest. Yeah, but he may have worked inside the school. That's who he's familiar with, so that's who. I wonder if when they do the collection, they'll kind of hit you they twice in, no, the, in the basket, no, in the ribs, no, and they no, pop it already up. Stop. The there's rules. no collection. That's another thing. I think I forgot to tell you that. Well, they can't because you already gave them a million dollars. Right. Sure. <laughs> Don't bring that No, the collection, there's a box. As you exit the church, that you can drop your stuff. We already do it on, on EFT, electronically. Yeah, yeah. electronically anyway, but, yeah. <sighs> yeah, we haven't missed a payment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke about that. So we're really excited for that. Well, I am. I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I'm excited. It'd be nice walking into that church. And yeah, it's had that, Nativity's had that same smell all of my 51 years going there. It's kind of like that faded incense smell. Yeah, lingering. They've done a lot of work to it, too. It has, but it's just, it's that same welcome home smell. Yeah, yeah they kind of got lucky that they, I mean, not lucky because it's not a good time, but they had to do a lot to the church, and then it, everything got shut down. You couldn't go to church so they could work without, like, being disruptive. I hope they actually yeah. worked and did it. They did. I saw them. Yeah. All yeah. of the grout that was in between the stones got, like, pr- I don't know how they did it. The air pushed it out. Sandblasted it. It's super planted. weird to look at, yeah. Wow. Oh, that'll be a neat thing to look at then when we go there. I'm excited. All right, what else we got? So that's great news on your on your mom. Yeah. Um, I feel like not... Anything else? I think we have some reviews to talk about. Oh, yes. We do have some reviews. Um, I'm pulling those up. So our first review, this is all the way back from March because we haven't done, we haven't read a lot of the reviews. And we have not received a lot of reviews. So if you have not reached out and reviewed us on iTunes, please go give us a rating and then leave a review because we really like to hear them. Um, This one is from... Okay, it is the number four RD, so Ford yeah. Tough. Ford oh, Tough, yeah. that's Ford their motto. Oh, yeah, I'm so <laughs> stupid. I thought they're like, four is supposed to have a TH after it, not an RD, so that's really embarrassing. Ford, Ford Tough, it says, keep up the good work, hope you get sponsors soon, tell them Rook sent you. <laughs> Got it. Um, the next one is from Dude Walker 6. Yeah, um, I sweet use name. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to you guys every week. I usually go for an hour-long walk each day and listen to GL. Come Monday, I'm all caught up on GL podcast and very much look forward to listening to Table Talk. You guys make me laugh, or at least smile. Keep it up. <laughs> Tim, the tea weeder tool guy. Kind of a mouthful. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Dawn1616. I'm a long fan, long-time fan of Garage Logic and was thrilled to find this gem. Born and raised in Minnesota, I left many years ago, but still identify with this family. They are funny, interesting, and comforting to listen to. I hear the love and respect among the whole family with each other. Very refreshing in this day and age. I may live in Florida, but I will always remember my Minnesota roots and love listening. Keep up the good work. Well, and we think of Florida as our home. I was just going to say, we'll be right down your Florida residence. Let's go on to Marco. 
Is that, is that all of them? Well, there's one oh. more. From Gas, Gas, Gas 2012. Are you writing reviews now? This one says, totally understand. This is from April, so a little ways back. Totally understand going to the grocery store and feeling panicked. Mm-hmm. Nobody looks at anybody. Really quiet in grocery stores, Walmart and Costco. It's nice to hear how everyone is feeling. My husband and I are by ourselves, and we have done okay, but there are days. Just nice to hear you guys are feeling what we're feeling. Just crazy times. Glad to hear the younger generation and middle generation and older generation views on the whole crazy situation. Yes, it's, yes, it's amazing how this has totally shut us down. Bless your family for the podcast. That's a lot. Couldn't agree more uh, with that. What yeah. is our, like, overall rating? Like, how many stars? Oh, you're darn right at five, five out of five. And then... Because uh, we're about... Oh, yeah. Are, do we have any hate comments? Yeah, we got one guy that said... Uh, I want, I want some hate comments. No. Those are more fun than the nice ones. Well, I don't think we have any hate comments on there. Well, someone did give us one star... So that's really unfortunate. That's good. That's a humble. Yeah, I like that. But um, even if you like the podcast, just leave us a nasty hate comment. No, no. 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 I want to listen. I want to hear some hate comments. You know what? It would be about you. You know what they say? Haters are motivators. I know. But we have winners are two hundred and seventy-four ratings. Like, can we just do three hundred, please? There was. A, I don't remember what the company was, but there was this guy, and he was he got like a bad review on one of the he had owned a restaurant. He got a bad review on one of the restaurant review sites. Uh, but what he did was he sent out something on all his social media and asked everyone to give him a one star review. And by doing that, he would appear at the top of all the pages because they usually show like the the best rated and the worst rated. Uh, and so he ended up getting a ton of business and just ran with the negative reviews. So we could we could do that. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who sure wants to go to a one star restaurant? Yeah. Bugs everywhere. Yeah. No, I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> that became like this this the stick though, where it's like people knew it was actually good. Right. But so they, it just was like known for having all of the bad. That was constructed wow. during my meal. And bringing up restaurant reviews, this is kind of off the topic, but if you haven't ever seen the movie Chef. Oh, yeah. Have you Isn't seen it that? It's such yeah. an awesome movie. It's a very good movie. The guy is a famous chef who ends up getting a horrible restaurant review and just goes off the chain and can't Wait, handle okay. it and falls apart. And he gets a beaten down old food truck. And just goes back to the basics and sounds right up my alley. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no. Did Hallmark make you guys, it? It's, it's like really a good Julia movie. Matthew liked it. It's so. First of all, you should watch. You should definitely watch it. It's so well made. It's not cheesy like that at all. No. It's not like Hallmark movie. It is. Um, who is it? Is it John Favreau? Yeah. Yeah, John Favreau, who he is a actor and director so he's directed what well, he just did the Star Wars movies um, Lion King Iron Man Jungle Book so Mandalorian he directs all of those but he is the actor in the show hmm. and it's also about a relationship between a father and young son yeah. I, I, it's it's really it's a good movie it was out in 2014 and uh, Favreau directed it produced okay. it wrote it and starred in it 
We don't need to know like the specifics of the well, movie. And <laughs> their ads might want to see this movie. It's there really are. Movie. It's all like big name stars in the cast. Like if you look it up, it's Robert Downey Jr., Sofia Vergara, Scarlett Johansson. Well, Sofia what? So there, there's two things. There's the chef the movie, but then there's also uh, like a, a TV series that on Netflix as well, where he goes and. Uh, there are like different episodes where people go and cook with famous chefs at their restaurants. Mm, mm-hmm. um, not in character, but just like as yeah, himself. Right. And hmm. he talks a ton about like when he was making the, the movie chef, he learned all of the actual like techniques and how to actually cook. So oh, that's cool. Highly recommend the uh, TV show of it as well. Yeah. Neat. Huh. Well, that was a little off topic, but yeah. Yes. It's a good movie. All right. Mother, I guess I was going to start today, wasn't I? Yeah, you're going to start. Uh, I had an article. Since things are getting back to normal a a little bit, I guess, I I don't know. People are starting to do some more things. The restaurants, Matthew, in Minnesota are going back to 50% inside next week. So that's a huge milestone. Awesome. But in getting back to these activities, I had found an article that ranked them on their risk for getting COVID. Rank the restaurant. What? Rank the restaurant. No, rank the activities. So, say, for example, a barbecue in someone's backyard, which we happened to do last night. It was the five of us plus three of them. So, um, we were under ten people, but... Uh, that's low to medium risk. Good. Um, but they do suggest social distancing and try not to use the bathroom. Wow. And as soon as you go inside that house, which unfortunately we did because we got rained out, uh, your risk level does increase. But as long as you're outside, it's How? low to medium risk. Because you're all breathing in the same air. Yeah. Huh. Uh, eating indoors at a restaurant. Let's light it up. Medium to high risk. Ooh. Yikes. Roll the dice. I don't need to roll the dice. I don't need to do that. Now, this is, okay, this is attending a religious service indoors. They have it ranked as high risk, but it does does quantify the amount of people in there by saying if you're going into a church full of people and they're singing, that that's high risk. Can okay. I? Ask? If we're doing what we're doing tonight, it's a very low Who, risk. What, like, is it from like our state, or is this just like a general? It's just an NPR over all, okay. and they said always, you know, check your own state to yeah. make sure okay. that you know things are open yeah. and it's different everywhere. Spending the day at a popular beach or a pool, low risk. Which I had already heard that. Open it up. Open it up. I was up. at the beach yesterday. Lucky. You're lucky. Our beaches are not opening. But you can go. Yeah, was, the, was it, it was busy? great, but then we had a, a thunderstorm, so we had to leave. Yeah, was we it did busy? Um, yes and no. There's like a perfect number of people where everyone was very far away from each other. You probably had 20 feet between any group. Okay. Uh, so, but... But yeah, there was still a good amount of people. You didn't yeah. bring any cameras, did you? Um, no comment. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to repeat. Right. Bring your Yetis. Incognito. Yes. Yeah. An outdoor celebration like a wedding, for example, with 10 or more guests is medium to high risk. 
So again, I think it's just depending on if you're with a large group, your risk increase, which that makes sense. Yes, but you could be smart. Right. Using a public restroom, low to medium risk. Now that is weird. That's gross. Um, but but I think because they have to have like we have a cousin that lives out in Colorado and she runs a brewery and she's talking about like all the stuff they have to do. Now bathrooms literally have to be cleaned hourly and they have to show proof. So I feel like they are going to be clean. This actually says there are all sorts of things that you can catch from other people's poop. Oh. And you almost never do. Because they're set up with all hard surfaces and they're all they're cleaned. That's just gross. So, what? That's gross. I didn't say that. That's what the article. Ah, uh, I know that the speedway that I normally go to, they have like what's called a safety team, and they come and they clean like everything and they'll change things, which I didn't know. It's a new thing that they've done. Yeah, and they have like all like yellow things that I think they travel to. Is John part of the safety team? No, he's not. <laughs> Letting a friend use your bathroom is low risk. Going on a vacation, going to a vacation house with another family, low risk. Well, uh, how? Then they can't say the small backyard barbecue becomes yeah, higher well, risk when you go inside. Right. I also yeah. said going into their, your friend's house is high risk. Right. But going on vacation and being in a house with them is... Right, that doesn't. Staying at a hotel is a low to a medium risk. Mm-hmm. Last one is getting a haircut which so many people were desperate to do, medium to high risk. Interesting. Well, there's more, but maybe this one applies to you, McLaren. Going shopping, risk varies. Yeah. (laughs) TJ Maxx, I will say, was very, like, that someone at the door, cart wipes, hand sanitizer. They're so welcoming, so gracious. They were. They really were. They were so happy people were back. They were like, welcome back. We're so happy you're here. And I was like, oh, this is the best day of my life. It was your, was your what rush. is wrong so with sad. you? I was, was so Was your rush? As, did you have a euphorian, euphoric I, rush? I literally pulled up and I was walking in and I was like, oh my gosh. She wasn't walking. She was strutting. She does. Yeah. She gets an adrenaline high from Shaq. I do. That's really sad. <sighs> it is, but all right. I am up next, and I have two articles. Um, the first one is a really bizarre news story. Um, a Pennsylvania woman was arrested last week for keeping her dead grandmother in a freezer for 15 years. What? Well, to to get money. Yep, to collect her social security checks. Oh, just like um, what's that show that we all used to watch? Frank and... Oh, um... Grace? No, no, no. Why can't we think of it? McLaren, you used to watch... Shameless! Shameless. Oh, Shameless. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Um, the grandma was 97 years old when she died, and the lady is now being charged, which I didn't even know that this could, like, this is a charge, abuse of a corpse. Ew. Yeah. That's you can't that beat unlawful up a taking and receiving stolen property, which I get, but abuse of a corpse? You I can't, like, beat up a corpse. That's good. You don't want people abusing people after they die. Well, it's just a really weird charge. Like, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Clear, there are a lot but of sick people in this world. Yeah. People <laughs> rape corpses, too. They do. That happens. I'll pray for them during the church. Yeah. Um, and they found... <laughs> the well, think about the people that get kidnapped. 
Yeah. Someone, I'm going to continue with my story. Yeah, I'm going to change the subject a little bit. Yeah. Someone reported uh, human remains inside their home, or a home, and then the police arrived and put all the what? dots together. Did the grandma not have any family or friends? How do you not know someone died? It was the family. I don't know. They, they didn't go into details at what they said. I mean, if died. you're 97, you don't have much interaction. That's true. You probably don't have very many friends left. That's so, old. Did she die at 97 and then would have been 113 years old? Is that what the state thought she was? Because that would be something. No, sorry. The state, I'm sorry. I misread that. The state thought she was 97. Okay. So she died in March 2004. Okay. And then. Okay. Yes. Got it. So she was, okay. Yeah. Wow. You're doing the a lot of overthinking on yeah, that one because the article does not do that much. My other story um, is comes from Dave Portnoy, who yes. if you don't know who Dave Portnoy is, I'm very late to the game, but he is like the man in charge of barstool sports, um, which I've recently been connecting and putting dots together, and I freaking love this guy that I didn't really know much about, and I'm so late to the game. I understand. I thought he was just the guy that takes the one bite of pizza, and that's, like, his gig. Everybody knows the rules. But, no, he is the head honcho in charge. But, so, he does these pizza reviews where he goes around and he takes a bite of pizza. Okay? Really? Yeah. So, he was at pizza time in Boca Raton, Florida, doing a pizza review. He gave it 8.1 the next day. The pizza place lines were out the door all day long. People were flocking to go get the pizza because Dave Portnoy said... really nice for him. Yeah, 8.1 is a good pizza. Oh, because he gave it 8.1, and the owner was like, we could barely keep up with the demand because people were just standing outside all day waiting to get the pizza. Oh. Well, that's good. Yes. Where, where was that? It's in Boca Raton, Florida, and the okay. place is called Pizza Time. So right okay. by Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe next Florida trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. know about Dave Portnoy, I highly recommend hitting the follow button on him. He reviewed Costetta's a while ago, and I was just pleased with his review. He... He didn't. He thought the pizza was good, but he didn't think the atmosphere was good. He, he I remember that. There were too many kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The, the best in Minnesota for him was, um, well, young Johnny, he gave, he gave too low of a score, and then he, like, came back and was like, shoot, I messed that up. This got way better. It was too hot when he first tried it. Um, but he gave Black Sheep an 8.3. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never had Black Sheep. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I also think, though, Cassetta's pizza is really good, but it's a different, like, I feel like it's a different kind of pizza. Yeah, like, I mean, there's... I, I think it's, like super high quality pizza to the point where like if you want a greasy like cheesy mess pizza that's not Cassetta's because it's kind of foo-foo-ier. I don't know. I say I don't I I love Cassetta's. I love their food. I do not love Cassetta's pizza. I know you don't. I never have. You always love it. It's not that I would turn it down. Yes, I love it. It just is nowhere near my favorite girl there. Yeah, they're massive. You know what you like when you go there. Yeah. 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 And he also likes he likes thin crust pizza, so those typically score higher. Interesting. And I feel like Cassetta's crust is very hard. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's tough to bite. Yeah. Crispy. 
<sighs> well, so that's what I am bringing to the table today. Well, that's fun. Speaking about food, I have been researching some ways to store food to keep it, like, fresh. Okay. And it's actually interesting. I found lots of things that don't work together that are household ducks. <laughs> so first, um, rinse like vinegar into your berries to make them last longer. I feel like people have heard that. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have. Yep. Okay, and then it says store your apples away from oranges. Mm. Our whole tray up there is apples uh, and oranges. Yes, but the apples are on a separate tier than mm. the oranges. Jeez, they were the other day, but all right. Separate your bananas. Apples are out on the top. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say my next one. Separate <laughs> your bananas to get them to last longer. Oh. So separate them from the oh. stem. Actually, I already said that. Interesting. Yep. Uh, don't store onions with potatoes. Yeah. You do that. Ripen avocados next to bananas, which is kind of fun because avocados are kind of a game with ripe ripeness. Not an avocado guy. Yeah. I don't know. But I do yeah, like guacamole, It's an avocado. And it says, don't Thanks. store tomatoes in the fridge. And then, <laughs> you don't do that. I've never heard of anybody putting a tomato I in the fridge. I usually do. I like them cold, that's why. Um, store cut carrots, celery, and asparagus in water. Store like, them put in it water? in a little jar. Yeah, that's like in a little jar. Put them, yeah. Hmm. And then, get your root jet. Ginger, I was gonna say. Root veggies to last longer by bagging them. So put them in a plastic bag and put them in the fridge. Hmm. That's good. Fresh produce. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. There's a whole new like this is like a whole another world that you could go so much further into. Is that word? No. What about freaking bread? No, we're not looking at that. You're a freak (laughs) if you do that. What about warming your Gatorade? (laughs) (laughs) Psycho. Literally. The weirdest thing I've ever heard. Here's my topic that I'd like to bring. I don't know what it's going to be. That is so unfair. Oh, yeah. So, I think if if you want to be really a podcast member, you don't need to leave the hate comments anymore. Leave a comment on if you warm your salads. Oh. We have a member in the family. She's not going to go um, named. It's, it's mom. Um, <laughs> no. She puts her salads in the microwave before she'll eat them. Okay. And I saw so it the other day, and I thought she was joking, and I stopped, and I looked at her, and I'm like, did you just put your salad in the microwave? She's like, yes. I think what we really need to tell here is the divorce salad no, story. okay. Let let me speak since you are you have named me. Am I gonna have to leave? Um anyway, I I put my lettuce in the microwave for about ten seconds because the cold lettuce hurts my teeth. Sensitive teeth. I have sensitive teeth and really cold lettuce when I bite into that hurts my teeth. So I don't put the dressing. I wait to put the dressing on after. I just warm the lettuce a little bit. It no. basically makes it room temperature. Not okay. So I think what we're gonna have to do about this situation because it stems so much more in like 
Matthew loves warmed up soggy lettuce as well, where <laughs> he will eat like leftover chipotle that has lettuce in it. Bro, and I, in don't, the I don't understand why, the, why that's too. a problem. Or Taco oh, Bell yeah. or Giovanni's hoagies. Oh, oh don't too. even say warm mm-hmm. lettuce on a Giovanni's hoagie. Yeah. It's, I, it's good. I, I do not enjoy warm soggy lettuce. I you would not seek out to eat warm soggy lettuce. But you However, if, I'm, if there is a a McDonald's McChicken in the, in the fridge Ew. and you throw that in the microwave I'm not going to sit there and waste my time picking uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I pick it all off I'm getting it the lettuce has all the mayo mixed in I know and so you can't you, you need the mayo even though that'll get a little bit warm in the uh in the microwave as well. But, no. No, eating some warm soggy lettuce in the context of a sandwich or a burrito, totally acceptable. No, because, like, now I'm to the point where I'm so weird about lettuce that when I get a burger now, I don't want lettuce on it because it is warm lettuce. So I think to settle this debate, we are going to put out a poll on Instagram. Oh, stop. And we oh, will... You we are going to make this so biased. It's going to be like, do you like fresh... Lettuce or no. The, the, the question <laughs> will be. Here's what the question will be. It will. It will state. Does reheated lettuce bother no. you on food? No, that's not what it's going to say. Does warm up lettuce you say, bother you? Do, do you like normal lettuce or warm lettuce? No, because no, it's like when you reheat. No. When you re- this is the, I'm not reheating the lettuce. She's, I'm not a she's not heating the lettuce. But here's the thing, Mom. We can't even use you as a subject because no that's one just what, does that. That's, no what does the, that's what it is, though. But I've morphed it into reheating lettuce. And I guarantee. Like reheated lettuce. Wait, can yeah, we go back to the story? In our social media department, the the fact that if this poll makes it on our Instagram, it will be a miracle. <laughs> you don't. You, McLaren does nothing all day, and that's um, she's, I would like she's to in say charge of our social media. I am still employed. I am still working full time. Social media is hard yeah, for me. Full time. She sits outside in the backyard reading a book all day long. There With are computers. some other people that are not. Working full time, that could step up their game. I could. You're Mom right. and Dad won't give me a phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're the biggest liar. There are many different types of salad uh, that you can eat, though. There's dinner salad, chopped salad, cob salad. But have you ever had a divorce salad? <laughs> or a wedge salad. So, oh who wants to tell the story? I'll tell the story. No, because uh, you're, you're going to say it was a bias. Sophia gets to. She no, brought it up. Sophia doesn't know it. We were, uh, we were just. We had just brought Matthew. Matthew, you missed this. Uh, we had just brought Matthew to the airport. And we came home. And the kids had. We weren't planning any kind of dinner. It had been kind of a sad day. And anyway. Oh my god. We got home and everyone was making their own dinner. The kids made pizza rolls and whatever. They had some stuff and we had a salad in the refrigerator, a pre made salad that I took out. And now remember, I don't like cold lettuce. So I set the salad next to the refrigerator. Not out in the general population of the kitchen. And I went and I did some other stuff, uh, watching TV, and 
I'm like, okay, I'll go check my salad now. And I go check in. Check my salad. And Matt has the salad. Wait, I was on the kitchen counter. Add something. This is when the riots are happening. They're the burning. Semi yeah. went into the crowd of people. Yeah. They're burning down buildings. No, our city is burning. It was not. The, it was not the semi. Yeah, it was the semi. It was the oh semi. yeah, it was because Matt was. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway. Yeah. He is chopping up my salad, <laughs> putting dressing on it, and a bag of croutons. <laughs> I also I don't <laughs> eat croutons. <laughs> so what do you eat? Oh, yeah. I worked and I was just I cannot believe my eyes because <laughs> I wanted that salad. She is but so I was like, you took my salad, <laughs> and he's like, oh, he actually had himself convinced that he got that salad out of the refrigerator <laughs> himself and had made that salad. I mean, he could, he he thought he did it. Anyway, so then I'm like, I was mad, and then I had a leftover brat from the day before. It was not the microwave is getting slammed. The microwave is like going back and forth about this salad. He went so then he's like, I'm having a wedge salad. So he didn't. He wouldn't eat the salad that he had just made for himself either. He proceeded to then get a wedge of lettuce out and have the wedge salad. Chopping it aggressively. Or the wedge salad. Yes, exactly. That's weird oh, yum. But but the, you're missing the part where the microwave slams and they're in the kitchen fighting like, and yes, Gabe swearing and it's like. There's buildings on fire. They're looting stores. It's like yeah, so this is over a salad that you guys are fighting. You and know, it's like the reality is, Gabe, it had nothing to do with the salad. It was just really stressful time. Yes, and <laughs> I, uh, I look into your beautiful brown eyes and say, I apologize well, for dressing so, your salad. So let me complete the story, the part of the story that you don't even know. <laughs> the next day, I think you I eat know. the salad. I came upstairs and I was I she's eating the same salad and the same thing and yeah. I was like oh I didn't say you wouldn't eat that last night but you ate a I big said, I'm eating the divorce salad oh, and oh, you know what I could eat the croutons because they were soggy oh my lord oh my god <laughs> and yes. I did heat it in the microwave. Now I don't feel so bad. I'm glad that you enjoyed your bitter salad. (laughs) (laughs) It's very bitter. Croutons that you soak in a little bit of like Caesar and they get kind of moist and soggy. Fire. No. So good. I agree. I want the crunch. I do like croutons. The soft croutons, awesome. I don't like croutons very much because it's just extra carbs. Yes, we know. A perfect wedge salad is a wedge, but it has to be good blue cheese dressing, some pepper, and some croutons, and you're sitting pretty. No. Mm. For me, it's all about the lettuce. I'm very weird by weirded out with lettuce as I've gotten older. It really grosses me out sometimes. Mm. Chipotle doesn't have good lettuce anymore. I love a dark lettuce. That's my favorite. I like crunchy lettuce. All right, am I up here? That is you. You okay, would be. Okay, I have to then do this because I don't know where. It was an email that I had. I love how everyone's always prepared for whatever they're going to say, like two people in advance, and then it gets to dad, and he's like, what? We're that podcasting? Are we, do we podcast today or no? Oh, well, it's going to be hot today, though. A scorcher. Toronto's supposed to be 96. Oh, they moved it up more. Yeah, Matthew, what's your, are you hot there? 
Um, yeah, we've been, it's kind of a gloomy day today, so I don't think it'll be too hot. But okay. it was in the high 70s, 80 yesterday. Oh, not too bad then. No. high 80s here. We're high 80s to 90s. Jeez. Get some water. We got a pool. Right. Does Dad have stuff? Yes, this is, this is from Yahoo. And I'm just going to read a paragraph or two. That's a search engine, so. Yeah. Uh, admit it, at some point over the last few days or weeks, you've developed a bizarre craving completely out of the blue. You'll be sitting on the couch for the 80th day in a row when all of a sudden your brain sends you an urgent message to eat hot fudge for some reason, or kimchi, or any manner of foods that hadn't crossed your mind at some time. You, you aren't getting these signals because you're pregnant, <laughs> we hope, but the current pandemic... But because of the current pandemic, not to mention some other things in the news, are causing stress that can end up triggering some pretty strange cravings. Uh, according to a Kent Barrage, a Ph.D. professor of psychology and neuroscience at the University of Michigan who studies these sort of cravings, there's a certain link between stressors and how we process cravings. Virtually all stresses trigger what's called the brain's master stress neurotransmitter uh, and... Oh boy, there's some big words here. Uh, we don't know. Okay, we don't know. Anyway, what are. The, the gist of the matter is, it can directly promote craving itself. Noting that some foods may be eaten as more uh, self-medication. So <laughs> I, my question is, has anybody had any certain crave? I know we're craving a burger that's not out of to-go box. I can't wait I to have some not. fresh French fries and not out of a to-go box that are. Oh, will tea and I old. think the to-go food's been pretty good, but I haven't had any, like, weird cravings that I've never craved before. I mm. guess. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, stress eating is a thing, or, like, just out of boredom, but, like, I don't think I've had any, like, weird cravings where I'm like, I've never eaten this before, and I want to, all I want to do is eat that. Yeah. Well, I don't mean, like, pickle and ice cream. I, I just think, is there something that you're going, oh, I can't wait for this to no. open or to go to a certain place? Or a restaurant that we haven't been to is sitting down. Well, I will say, I did wake up right away this morning, and I was like, we're going to church, and we had a routine before all this happened. We'd go to 5 o'clock mass, and then we'd go out to dinner after. So I'm like scrambling in my bed this morning, looking up every restaurant. Where can I make reservations outside? Um, but I don't know. I feel like I would be running to like Shamrocks. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, that's a vibe. Yeah. I, I've, during quarantine, I've had, like, certain foods that I've been, like, been sustained on that, like, that's, like, what I've eaten all of quarantine. I basically just eat quesadillas all day. Huh. I just yeah, make quesadillas, and that's all I eat. Uh, don't so you have a... Sort of during quarantine. Don't you have a how-to video out there, how to make perfect quesadillas <laughs> for the two biggest mistakes that people make when making quesadillas is, one, they don't season the quesadilla. You should you season everything else. Put some garlic, put some salt, put some pepper on, in the cheese when you're seasoning it. You need to season the quesadilla. Hmm. And then the second biggest mistake is people don't put enough cheese. When you go to a restaurant and have a quesadilla, it's loaded with cheese. You get a few centimeters of cheese. At home, people put a little layer of cheese but don't realize that it melts down. And then basically you're just having two tortillas with a, the hint of cheese. I support those. Yeah. People mess the quesadillas up. But you can do the same thing with sandwiches. You go to a restaurant, you get like a nice thick sandwich... And at home, you put, like, one slice of meat, and you yeah. call it a sandwich. <laughs> right. Load it up. Right, they yeah. pile it on. 
Oh. Without a restaurant, it's like nine bucks. Like, I better have a nine bucks sandwich. I don't want one slab of meat. I uh, would be craving a club sandwich right now. Mm, that would really. Be nice. And you cannot equal that at home. I don't care what no, you, you do. No, you can't because you, you can't. don't have that ability to cook that bread like how uh, it's cooked. Dang. Like, yeah. GR Max was a good club. Yeah. On my first day back here in, in Boston, I guess it was on Monday. Uh, I hadn't gone to the grocery store yet, so I didn't really have any food at home. So I was just going to grab a sandwich or something from a place nearby. So there's this one place called Monica's, and they always have a super long line. Uh, and it's all pretty much all like younger people that live in the North End that go there. It's not like a huge tourist spot. So I was like, fine, I'll try it. Uh, I, I paid $15 for a sandwich. Oh, wow. wow. $15 for a sandwich. It was an Italian sub. Absolutely fantastic. Great sandwich. Loaded up. But 15 bucks for a damn sandwich. So would you pay 15 bucks again for that sandwich? Oh, no. Okay. Nope. Nope. Great sandwich. Highly recommend it if you, if you want to burn $15. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Oh. It's going to be damn good. It was good. All right. Well, that uh, that's it for me. That's all I had was just uh, strange cravings or is there a food item that you can't wait for quarantine to be released and we get to open up and channel. Good luck to everybody out there and your food needs uh, this week. I, upcoming. Yeah. I was going to say, I do have a couple other things. Oh, you do? Good. Um, I, I did have an article, but I did remember a few things to uh, talk about. Um, it's uh, on the uh, the point of masks in, in Boston now. Yeah. There's, it's reached a sort of contentious point here where, like, some people are sick of the mask and just aren't wearing them. The rest of the people are still think you should be wearing them. Um, yesterday, Haley went on a run, oh, yeah. and she didn't have a mask on because she was running, which I think is totally fair. Uh, and she had a, like a little old lady give her the middle finger. Oh, no. mask. <laughs> <laughs> like a seventy-five-year-old woman give her the middle finger for not wearing a mask. Like, <laughs> and she sent a Snapchat. It was 85 and sunny there, and she's yeah. running. How the heck can she run with a mask on? Yeah, and no one else is running with masks on. It's, I mean, it's too difficult. Um, That's hilarious. And then the other thing I was going to mention, so we have been going to our co-working space. So for, <laughs> for work, we're in a co-working space, um, downtown Boston, been awesome, but and they've been pretty much closed for the last few months. Um, not really wanting anyone to go there unless you absolutely needed to. Um, but we live in a tiny apartment, and it's it's just too small to live in, work in all day every day. Um, so we've been itching to get into the office. We finally started going, um, and the office has gone so overboard in terms of protections. Like you've never seen. Not, there are. They removed all of the doors on all of the cabinets. There's no food or drinks anywhere. Uh, all of the doors have a foot thing that you can put your shoe on to open it. Oh yeah, the toe oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just cleaning supplies everywhere. Um, but the the worst part is you have to wear your mask all day, every day. You can't ever take the mask off at any point while you're there, which is just terrible. Uh, and we are essentially the only people that are going to the office right now. There's like three of us. Um, and there's like one or two other guys that also go. Uh, but then there's like staff for the co-working space. And they outnumber us. There's more staff than there are people working there. Wow. And their sole job is to walk around and make sure that we have our masks on. 
So they, they legitimately patrol, and we all sit in like the same spot. They just patrol and sort of camp out and wait until one of us moves our map to like take a drink of water so they can come and yell at us. Uh, it's like it's prison. And they now, so we, we have to like hide and be sneaky to like get five minutes without a mask on. We, we're not even allowed to do video calls without wearing a mask. Which is always weird. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> um, but now they have. I even got. I was sitting in a uh, a conference room that is designated for eating, and I had the mask off because I'm allowed to in there. And someone came in and told me to put the mask on while I was eating. Uh, so you screw off because I'm eating. Um, and they now have since put up a sign. For the number of days since a since any mask incident. Uh, so you. Oh my god! It's, yes, it's now they they're tracking like that in the workplace tech science. They're like it's been two weeks since no accident. Right, right. Um, but we get caught every day not having the mask on at some point, so it just sits at zero always. always <laughs> I love day. that. Just have a sign, Matthew. Put your mask on. That's absolutely yeah. amazing. But somehow that's still better than working at home because that's. It's been too long, so we'll see how things go. But the masks have uh, become tiresome to me. Do you happen, oh, wow. Do you happen to know the current situation in Boston? Is it are restaurants open at fifty percent capacity, or what is? Um, they're starting phase two of reopening tomorrow, which is outdoor seating for restaurants. Um, I think we're probably probably about two weeks behind. Yeah, and but the thing is, you're two weeks behind in opening, but you were way ahead of us in the start of this whole thing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think breweries and like beer gardens and stuff are going to start opening as of tomorrow, which is all we really care about. <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll see down the line. But uh, barbershops, hair salons, those are open um, by appointment, but. Yeah, you got to get over to, what, 730 Tavern, or where's the nickel beers, or what is the... Oh, Coogan's. Coogan's has the dollar beers. The dollar beers. Hmm. 730 Tavern is the Viking bar. That's what it is. Got it. All right, well, anything else from you, sir? That's it for me. Got to go work. You're working today. All right, well, we're uh, yeah. we're going to wrap it up here. Uh we appreciate your inputs as uh, McLaren read the reviews early. If you want to drop us uh, good, bad, or indifferent, we appreciate the reviews. And if you have any topics you want us to cover, certainly, certainly we'd love to entertain those. You found us also all, everywhere on social media. Just Google Table Talk with Rookie's Family if you're going to tell somebody else about it. Or find us at uh, PodMN on your phone app or PodMN.com for your grandpas and grandmas on the computer. Uh, thanks for checking in with us, and we'll see you next time. Table Talk with Rookie's family. See you. Peace. Ooh. Bye, guys. We love you.